listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Matt N., Al White, Charles, and Watch for Zombies. and thanks for joining us on the 247th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. This week, The Wheel of Terror strikes again and selected a double feature for us this week, 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Both of these movies are streaming on HBO Go, HBO Now, Cinemax, and DirecTV. So if you haven't seen these movies somehow, check them out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Our listener base has probably seen them. I I would suggest revisiting them because I'm going to tell you right now, I remembered a lot less than I thought <laughs> I did about 28 Days Later in particular. Yeah. What's funny is I thought I remembered 28 Days Later a lot. Um and not at all 28 weeks later, but I ax is actually the reverse. I remembered way more of 28 <laughs> weeks later than 20. It's weird how those things happen. I, I couldn't have picked 28 weeks later out of a lineup, you know? But like once <laughs> yeah. I was watching it, I knew it was going to happen. No, totally. I think I blended the two, to be honest, in my head. It's ama- I was blending them with so many other movies. It's crazy. We're yeah. going to get into it because there's like it's... <laughs> It's insane. And like, I can't even, I'm having a hard time even picking the movies it reminds me of. I'm like, I thought this happened. No, that must be a completely different movie. <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get it. into it. We'll get into it. Uh, but before we jump into today's films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies with an August 5th release date. Uh, it's directed by Helena Regine. Uh, I don't know if that's how you say it. You nailed it. I don't know either. Thank you. Uh, who did ex- instinct, instinct, instinct. Sorry. <laughs> We're doing great today. I wanted to say extinct, yeah. <laughs> and it, it was, I was having a hard time with it. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I'm really caffeinated right now. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm on my way. So yeah. the Starbucks gave me an additional Americano today. So yeah. Uh, watch out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my second, and it's a lot. Uh, it's written by Kristen Ropin- Ropinian, uh, who did Cat Person, uh, Sarah Delap, Chloe Okuno, uh, and that's it. And I think some of those people worked on the Storm Drain VHS, which we were recently talking about. Who else was doing the Storm yeah. Drain? Chloe Okuno. She um, actually... We've been talking about her a lot because we also just watched The Watcher, which is coming out on June 3rd. I think last week we discussed that uh, trailer. And so she wrote, I think, and directed that movie. we did Dash Cam last time. Oh, yes. We did. Wait, did she do okay. that too? That's what I'm thinking. I think she did. Yeah. She's a busy she lady. She's like, look, I've been working on a lot of projects and they're all coming out. On- <laughs> I did Storm they're Drain. All- <laughs> did you see it? <laughs> they're all coming out within months of each other. <laughs> Wow. She's been busy. Good for her. Yeah. 
the IMDb summary is when a group of rich 20-somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing fake friends and one party gone very, very wrong. Very wrong. For the record, she didn't do dash cam. She did Watcher and then the VHS 94. Okay. That's what we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um... I feel like this movie could go either way. Here's the thing. I am very glad it exists. I just, I don't know that it's for me. I want it to exist. I want it to attract younger horror watchers. I just don't think that I'm going to get a lot out of it as a 30-something-year-old woman. I can see that. But you know what? I felt similarly about Assassination Nation, and I ended up loving that's it. What, that's so. what it reminded me of. Oh, this is really weird. So I just um, opened the Bodies, Bodies, Bodies uh, thing, and Chloe Akano has been removed from the IMDb page. So maybe she oh. only contributed a little bit, or I don't know. But just a heads up, when I did <laughs> pull this trailer a couple weeks ago, she was on there. She's not anymore. Oh, okay. Um, but that's kind of what this trailer reminded me of is I had no mm-hmm. interest in a, in seeing Assassination Nation, um, but I ended up enjoying it. And I feel like this made me feel the same way. And so I feel like I should at least give it a shot. You know what I mean? Well, let's do a Bodies, 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 Assassination Nation episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, episode. I'm down. By the way, saying bodies, 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 assassination nation <laughs> is a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. It is. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like it has the op- – definitely could be entertaining. Um, I'm curious. I'm very curious. I, how, I mean, I know you are a fan of Pete Davidson, and I can go either way yeah. on him depending on the moment in time. But um, – <laughs> Lately, I've been pretty out on Pete Davidson. I'm a fan. But there are times when I really love yeah. him, and then there's times when I'm like, ugh. I'm a fan of Pete Davidson, and I also really like um, Amanda, Amanda Stenberg, um, who, if you've seen The Hunger Games, she plays Rue, but she's also been in a lot of, like, um, more recent things. Oh, yeah. Um, so she's in this as well. All grown, All grown up. No, um, oh, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> this movie just makes me feel old, and that's part of why I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I just feel like the trailer probably was cut in a way to make it seem a certain way, or you know, it might actually be that way. So I don't, I don't really know. I have no. I don't feel like I can form an opinion on this trailer, but I will see it. I mean, it's definitely going to be satirical. Yes, 100%. And maybe it'll be like Scream for a new generation, Mm -hmm. you know? Because Scream is responsible for starting, like, a lot of getting a lot of people our age into horror movies. And so maybe that's what this will do for a new generation. And we'll we'll see. We'll see if it's good enough to... To hold that title. We will. We definitely will. <laughs> but I, I'm stoked. I'm glad to see people making horror movies for teens yeah. again. Because it's been a it minute. It has been. Since I've, at least since I've seen a good one. Yes. Um, I mean, I guess um, that one from when quarantine first hit that we were just talking about. Um, um, host. Yes. Yeah. 
That one was maybe pretty yeah. good. But like, yeah, it's been a minute since like a real, I guess they're not teenagers, but it's definitely geared towards teenagers. I think so, for sure. So yeah, I'm getting kind of, I'm getting kind of a, what's that vibe? Um, What's that movie? Why can't I think of it now? Where they get married and there's board games. Um. Oh, uh, Ready or Not. Yes. I wanted to say come out and play. And I was like, that is not <laughs> the name of the movie. I know it's not. I feel like this is like, this feels like a junior version of, of, of yes. that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that one's for yeah. adults. And then, or like, you know, and this is. Clue for yeah. adults and Clue Junior. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. For real, though, it has those vibes. No, it does. All right. I'm interested. Um, I'm not necessarily thinking it's going to be good, but I'm hopeful that it is good. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Let's jump in. Let's get in to the infected mind state for this episode. Yes. (laughs) It's time to start thinking about infected people. Yeah. Yes. To start Mm -hmm. thinking about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are talking about 28 Days Later from 2002, directed by Danny Boyle, who also did 127 Hours, Train Spotting, and Sunshine, written by Alex Garland, who wrote Ex Machina, Annihilation Men, and also Sunshine, um, which I did not realize until last night. <laughs> No. Um, the IMDb summary is four weeks after a mysterious incurable virus spreads throughout the UK, a handful of survivors try to find sanctuary. Okay. So let's talk about, let's get in our, our time travel outfits and travel back in time to 2002. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, we're back in 2002. You just saw 28 Days Later. How do you feel about 28 Days Later? I loved this movie when I first saw it. It was new. It was exciting. It was scary. It was Mm -hmm. chilling and tense. It was a big deal when it came out. Oh, yeah. Um, People were talking about it. There's zombies and they run. Yeah. And it's like the thing is, is that's funny is that this isn't even a zombies movie. No. Um, but they're zombie. They are 100% zombie-esque. And they are so much more terrifying than zombies because they vomit blood for no reason. Like chunky blood. And yeah. their eyes get real crazy. Mm-hmm. And the the thing that I love about this is it happens so fast. So fast. Um, the fastest of any disease ever. It's crazy. What is the disease again? It's called rage. It's just yeah. rage. <laughs> is it called rage or is it they, rage? They just say they're infected with rage. And that's yeah. what, that's the terminology that the scientist uses at the beginning, which by the way... <laughs> I did not remember the beginning of this movie at all. When I first no. started watching it, I literally thought that it was like an extended version because I would have bet money on this movie opening with Killian Murphy in the hospital. Me like, too. Like 100%. Yeah. Um. By the way, I think this was his breakout role. He did things before this, but this was his yeah, big this- 
His big first yeah. role, yeah. And yeah. Um, let's talk. We have some two very attractive. Naomi Harris and Killian Murphy are just gorgeous. <laughs> they are. Absolutely. <laughs> they are so gorgeous. And I love her um, as Selena in this in this flick. Um, but yeah, I would have, like, I did not remember the beginning of this movie at all. I had to double check to make sure that I was watching the right thing until they said, like. I did the same. I was like, is this the right yeah. one? Is this Outbreak? Yeah. <laughs> Are we watching Outbreak? <laughs> I was so confused. And I was like, well, this is new. <laughs> so when I saw this in 2002, and when a lot of people saw this in 2002, it was a big yeah. deal, like I said. I mean, we, we were freaking out over the fast zombies back in 2002. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like a whole, we all grew up watching R- George A. Romero. Mm-hmm zombie movies and then come into this craziness yeah. so and this was kind of the first newer like i know it's not a zombie movie but zombie type movie that kind of rebirthed but that it's modeled after a zombie yeah. movie like it's it's supposed to be a new age zombie yes. movie a zombie movie for the new generation yes. which it, which is exactly what 100%. it was 100% um, I mean, they are infected. It's not the same as zombies coming back from mm-hmm. the dead, but in it's a way, so it's scarier. scarier. Yeah, and yeah, in and a it way. really set the pace for then. Two years later, I think Dawn of the Dead in two thousand four embraced the fast zombie, and and it yeah. kind of really started this whole new thing. Yes, this is a this movie was definitely the first in a lot yeah. of things. Um, and you, and that's part of what I meant when I said, like, I thought other things happened in this movie, or I was getting it confused with other movies because other movies steal from this a yes. lot, a yes. lot. I confused it with like four other movies. <laughs> uh, I think I was. I think one of the big ones was Zombieland. Oh, interesting. That kept coming to mind. Um, I think that's the big one that I kept mm-hmm. thinking about. Um, I know there's another zombie movie where they use Christmas lights. Um, to let them know they're there. I'm fairly sure there's at least one other one. And I know running became like a big thing after mm-hmm. this for sure. The fast zombie yeah. thing. Um, so anyway, okay. Moving forward, now we're back in uh twenty twenty years later. Somehow that's been twenty years. How has it been twenty years? Um, okay, we're twenty years later to today watching this movie. How do you feel about it today? I still really it? liked it. Um, I had to get used to the film quality. I didn't realize how old it looked. It looks so old. And it felt like a made-for-TV movie sometimes, just with the quality, you know? So that was intentional. Yeah, no, I was going to say, it feels right, though. There's just, I think in the beginning, it threw me off, because, like, I don't know where that scene came from in my memory, um, right. But it felt very authentic and true to what the movie was, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed all of the, the, the pieces and getting to where we were going. Because I very firmly remembered all of the army stuff towards the end. Yeah. Yes. But Me too. 
Once we got there, I was like, oh, I know exactly what yeah, happens. But it took me a minute to remember that. Totally. That was this And movie. I was still kind of stressed <laughs> out, even though I knew how it ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that it was very – I really enjoyed seeing um, Jim's kind of journey from, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I woke up. Like, what the hell happened? To, like, you are not going to hurt these women and I'm going to fucking kill all of you. You know what I mean? Like, it was really, like, I enjoyed that journey. And I forgot a lot about um, just, like, all the fun that they kind of had getting from, like, A to B. and um, Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was a really fun rewatch, personally. And there were definitely moments at the end that I was, like, that got me. That I was like, oh, this is spooky, you know? Yeah. I feel like um so so this was one of the first movies at least on IMDb it says it's one of the first mainstream movies to be shot almost entirely um digitally instead of with film. So they did I think the only thing that wasn't digital was at the end when they're at the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Um that was shot in 35mm, everything else was shot digitally. Um and uh which I think is interesting. I think that was a choice that was made to make it feel kind of gritty and like basically they wanted, you know, the viewer to feel like they were part of it too. Like they were part of the survivors yeah. too. Uh, it made it feel almost like guerrilla style. It made it type. feel like found footage without being found footage. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but it is distracting at first. 100%. I was very distracted at first. I'm like, how does this look so yeah. old? I'm like, there's older movies that don't look this old. 100%. That's why I was like, I literally feel like I'm watching a Lifetime movie. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, not only did that add to how it looked and how it made us feel when we were watching it, but it also made it easier for them to shoot a lot of things. Um, A lot of these scenes in the city, they had to close down streets for short periods of time and do really quick shots because you can't keep a street shut down for long. Yeah, in the middle of London. Um, Right. So they would shut it down for like one or two hours and having these digital cameras that are easy to set up and shoot was a lot easier than trying to use a 35 millimeter camera, uh, which takes, yeah, which takes a ton more time, a a lot more time to set up and and prepare. Not that I'm a director. This is why we should have had Al on this episode. He would have been helpful in this situation. A lot of time and a lot of money because you're not constantly having to reload film. Like if you run out of, you know, um, space, you just which you know you just change yeah. it out you're not having to reset Absolutely. every time um and yes. you can shoot everything you don't have to worry about being picky and choosy as you do with you know when you're shooting on film and right. um no i think that was a really smart choice yeah so it is a little distracting and a little like jarring at yeah. first but you get original you get used to it and i think that you know all in all it was a very smart choice yeah. and i don't think it really detracts anything from the movie but it does kind of like i said i think yeah using the term jarring is the best way to describe at the it beginning, especially if you haven't seen it because i remember i didn't even think about it when we right. first you know in 2002 when we saw this movie right um but now obviously everything is so polished and so you know cgi'd and pretty whatever that when i saw i was like really like i when i think about stills from this movie in my head i don't think about that quality you know right Um, right absolutely i think it it really worked once you get used to it yeah i will say there are things that i do have 
issue with now mm-hmm. watching it today that I obviously did not have issue with back in 2002. Sure. Uh, I, I do have issue with how this virus started. I do, sure. <laughs> I, I do have issue with the fact that there are scientists uh, who are working with chimpanzees and making like a clockwork oranging them into watching like violent TV images. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's literally an uh, an ape strapped to a table and forced to watch war, um, different people being killed. Just I. So are they even, that's the thing. I'm like, what is happening? What are we doing? What is this lab for? Because we're infecting. And how do you infect someone with rage? Um, From my understanding, they were trying to, f- I don't, I don't know. He, the, the scientist does say something to the effect of, you have to understand what you're yeah. dealing with to fix the exactly. problem. So he's like, I guess, trying to make these, these uh, chimps. Uh, rageful so that they can figure out a way to make them less rageful. To your point, because obviously in A Clockwork Orange, the point of showing Alex all of these disturbing things is to make him sensitized to all of the brutal terrors, right? And to make him not able to do them anymore. So maybe that's what the goal was here with the chimpanzee that was being forced to do that, is that he was infected with rage and they were trying to reverse the effects is okay. what I'm thinking. All right. Could you know? be. Sure. Um, I do think that this movie would have been affected or effective without the first scene at all. Yeah. Why do we need to know how it we started? We don't. I think it's scarier if we don't. Right. Or even if there's just hints of it, like, of it spreading. Like, this is how we think it happened. You know what I mean? Like, sure. we don't need to see what actually happened because I... Well, I mean, none of the characters know how exactly. it happened. So why do we need to know how yeah, it happened? That's why I think that my brain was like, you don't need to know this because it's not important. You know? I think it's scary. Yeah, I think I agree. I think it's scarier when we don't know what mm-hmm. happened. If we were just a character in this movie mm-hmm. and you wake up one day and everyone's just gone. Yeah. Um, that's what I just got goosebumps thinking about 100%. that. 100%. I don't get goosebumps seeing chimpanzees strapped to tables watching um, more right. videos. I think <laughs> it was way more effective when we are on Jim's journey and we wake up in a hospital and we're figuring out everything with him. And I mean, to your point, it's forgettable. Yeah. 20 years later, we didn't know what yeah. happened and now we're mad it happened. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> Let's remove that. Let's do Amy yeah. and Carly's director's cut, even though we're That's not directors. <laughs> Also, like it just it just raises more questions than we yes. need. We don't need to be asking what is rage. How do you infect someone with no. rage? Um, I think it's interesting. It is the only thing it does add is that we know that rage is the main issue, being isolated and and um, you mm-hmm. know exploited. Basically, we know that they're not creatures. zombies. We know that they're living people that have been infected with a virus. And we know that that really it's just rage that they're feeling, right? So they're regular people who are feeling extreme amounts of rage. Um, Which I feel like ties in more in the second movie than it does in the first movie. Yeah. Um, But I think that, again, we could have just learned all of that through a newspaper newspaper or or a radio 
blurb or something. I was getting angry because Jim is like wandering aimlessly about the city, wondering what Mm -hmm. happened, finds a newspaper, glanced at it, and then leaves it and walks away. So I'm like, wouldn't you be grabbing newspapers Mm -hmm. and at least bringing them with you so you can try and figure out what happened in the world? 100%. He has a bag filled with potato chips and, and sodas. He might as well throw a newspaper or two in there as no, well. No, I would 100% <laughs> grab it and be like, where? Because, like, I wake up and nobody is around in a huge-ass city like London. I'm, like, immediately not screaming out and calling, like, for help. I'm like, I need to get somewhere quiet and figure out what the fuck yeah. is happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you think you're in like a coma or something, which is probably what I would think. I'm like, oh, I must be in a coma. (laughs) What, that you're in like a dreamland in your brain? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I would think if that happened to me. I would think it's not real. Oh, I would 100% think it was real. Oh. It would take me a long time. I probably would die thinking it it was fake. But I mean, if you saw a zombie creature, you'd run. I would still run, yeah, but I would I would run like I'm in a coma, you know, and then I'd try and fly away like I do in dreams when the scary things happen, <laughs> and it wouldn't work, no. you know, and then I'd be like, ah, fuck, I am in real You'd times. Be yeah, it'd be too late. All right. Can't fly in real life. You can fly in your dreams, though, Carly. I don't know if you've tried that. R.I.P. I have. I actually have. Yeah. Yeah. I will often fly away from it doesn't always scary work, things though. in my dreams. It does not always work. Um but yeah, it does sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the, he, he, Jim, Jim meets Selena and uh, Mark. Uh, and uh, they're kind of like, Selena's pretty cutthroat. Selena is a little bit of a badass. Uh, yeah. Kind of reminds me, it, it, she's a very much like a Walking Dead type badass character. She has no, she's like, I'm going to stay alive and I don't give a fuck about anything else. Stay alive no matter yeah. what. And you can die and I will kill you if I yeah, have to. Yeah, if you're running behind me, I'm not waiting for you to catch up. I'm going. So you better keep up with me or you're done. There's a note in here saying that, um, like, the background of Selena's character when they were developing her character, they made it so that... Um, Selena uh, was forced to kill her mother Mm -hmm. and father to save her baby brother. And then after she kills her parents, she realizes her brother was already infected. So, like, that's why she's the way she is. That's her backstory. It's not at all in the movie, but that's, like, how they developed her character. That's crazy. Which would explain why she is the way she is. Because she's just like, I, I... I had to do this terrible thing, so everybody else is just easy. Yeah. I also think I I like the the difference, you know, between her and Jim's character and kind of how they come together. Yeah. I think it's very sweet. Oh, it's so sweet. I love these two characters. Yeah. yeah, they're great. And I also love Frank and Hannah. I know. And I want more of them. Me too. Mark Mark died and that was okay. Yeah. I was okay. We with lost that. Mark pretty early on. But I think they did a lot with his death. In 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 having him die, it's a huge part of the storytelling. Oh. We find out a lot about Selena just from that Absolutely. moment. The second he gets bit, she doesn't even wait for him to turn. She's hacking him with a machete. Right. 
And she and he's like, wait, yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's nope. like, I don't even I mean, and it comes back later where she says it's not even a second. Like, I would not yeah. hesitate. You're yeah. dead. But then she does. She does hesitate because she loves Jim times a million. Because she loves him. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we meet Frank and Hannah, mm-hmm. father, daughter. And this kind of helps to soften Selena mm-hmm. a bit because she's happy that there's a father and daughter left in this world. And um, which is very sweet. And then, you know, Frank is awesome. And then we have that, like, we have the... Uh, What's become very popular, and I think this might be one of the first films where we have, like, an apocalyptic grocery store happy scene. There are so many that I can think of that have happened since then, but I think this might be one of the first. I think it's definitely one of the first, and it's one of the few where we don't encounter a zombie or whatever in the grocery store. But that's part, this is another reason where I'm like, zombie land. This is like a very zombie land moment because they have a whole fun grocery shopping thing that they do a couple times, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's the dream, right? Um, Yeah. I love that he leaves his credit card, that Frank leaves his credit card. Frank, it just says so much about Frank, that little moment. Super cute. It's so cute. Um, It stressed me out. To no end when he floors it over all of the cars and bodies with the car. I was like, look, never. Look at those tiny wheels. Are you kidding me? That thing would have gotten stuck so fast. It's like the oldest car of all time. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. But that's a great scene, too, with them changing the tire wall. Mm -hmm. With the rats. Ugh. And the zombies yes. coming, or the infected zombie, yes. not zombies. It's terrifying. The infected, not zombies. Yeah, that's what we'll call them. Yes, the infected, not zombies. <laughs> yeah. Um. So their journey is all really great. I also loved um, the dream sequence where he wakes up and he thinks he's alone, and Frank was like, "Hey, we got you. Like, you're okay. Yeah. You know." Yeah. Frank's and he says, "Thanks, yeah. Dad." <laughs> so cute. I love Frank. Yeah, we definitely they they do a good job of making us love them as a little family mm-hmm. really quickly. Yeah. Like really quickly. Yeah. Suddenly we love them all together. Mm-hmm. We don't want anything to change. Mm-hmm. And then of course something's going to have to change. Mm-hmm. And I remembered it like four scenes before it happened where I'm like, "Oh, Frank." Yeah. Oh, fuck. And I knew exactly how it happened. Yep. And so when we got in that moment, I was like, oh, no, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Um, that's kind of how this whole movie went for me. It's like I n- remember something happening like four or five scenes before it happened, but not like I didn't watch the movie and go, I know exactly how this ended. I wouldn't remember exactly how it ended, you know, towards the end of the movie. Sure. So it's like. I got like little psychic snippets into the future while I was watching it. <laughs> and you're like, oh God, this is where we're going. <laughs> oh, I know they're in dresses for some reason. Oh no, yeah. I, now I remember why they're in dresses. Oh, that's not good. No. I feel you know. like, and I don't like, I feel like being in an army situation would be the worst thing as a woman. Like, oh, absolutely. In I, this kind of setting. 
And know? there was a moment when they first got there and Selena's like, I don't like this, you guys. Yeah. We need to go back. And Frank's like, no. And she, I'm, I'm with her in that moment. 100%. I'm like, no, this is not going to be good for them. Because <laughs> I would, Frank would have died no matter what in yes. that situation. Because there's no way he wouldn't have tried to protect his daughter under every circumstance possible. 100%. So like, he would have gotten shot right in the head. Like he would have died anyway. Yeah. There's no way he wasn't going to die in that situation. Mm-mm. He Ugh. was done for. Heart-wrenching. I know. I think that's one of the scariest things about this particular virus is that literally any body fluid comes in contact with your body fluid and you're like, you're done. You're done. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. It's so sad when he realizes he's like, oh, my God. Get he a- fights he- back for longer than a lot of people yeah. can. Yeah. It is. It's it's heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't. I did make a note. I'm like, are the infected eating or drinking water? Because it seems like they're going to eventually die out. And then later on, they're like, yeah, they're going to die out soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that they said that. They lose it, their food source. Yeah. They Crazy. done. They done. Um, <sighs> and then we have one nice private. I think it's Private Clifton, who mm-hmm. is like. You guys can't do this because obviously we come to learn. um, We come to learn that from the major. Yeah. That he has promised his men women. Major Henry West. Yes. Yeah. And because the the soldiers were all going to kill themselves. Yeah. And he's like, no, don't worry. I'll get you some women. Yes. And that's why they put out that radio signal that they heard to get people, women to come. Yeah. And in that moment, Jim is like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And that's when he kind of comes into his alpha moment, right? When he feels like he needs to 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 grab Selena and Hannah. So I'm not against Jim saving the day, but I don't like how Selena is reacting in that moment necessarily. Because she's been a total badass this whole movie, and then all of a sudden she's not. I think she's still a badass, but I think she recognizes the situation. And she also, now that Frank is gone, she is taking it upon herself to protect Hannah. Right. And so she, if it was just her, I think she would have gone down swinging. But That's I fair. think that she re- she is like, I have to take care of Hannah. And yeah. I have to take care of myself to be here for hannah to make sure that like they don't get separated you know what i mean that's fair so but it is kind of funny how jim is like a a bike messenger mm -hmm. and all of a sudden he is a pro at fucking covert ops (laughs) i thought about that too but i don't necessarily think it's that i think it's like he has all of these pieces to the puzzle which i think he was always i think he was always like a smart you know a guy all along and yeah. i think that his real only plan was getting that zombie that was in there that they were keeping no um, but like free. he like sounds the siren and hides and waits oh, yeah. for the guy to come up and then he kills and like oh okay 
Oh, I mean, I'm along with you, yeah. but also that is a little bit of a stretch. I mean, it's a little bit of a they stretch. Are, if they weren't soldiers and he wasn't, you know what I mean? If they were just normal people and mm-hmm. he was a normal person, okay, fine. But they are like literally trained in this and he is very much not. So I just thought that that was kind of an interesting choice. I think so also, but I think that once you know, you feel like you have to do something. And I also think that it is one guy and he is not trained. And so I think that like the soldiers are just like, this is going to be easy. You know what I mean? And I think because it was only two of them and like he really only takes on one person at a time. It's never him going against many people. I'm just saying it's a little Rambo-esque. I feel that. A little bit. A little bit. I feel that. Um, which I, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not disliking the film because of it, mm-hmm. but it's it's worth noting that that's that's. I mean, in a in a zombie movie or a not zombie movie, it it's it's still it's still slightly unbelievable. <laughs> it makes me think of it, but it doesn't make it any less like I'm cheering for this guy because it makes oh, me think of um, the hills have eyes with the father at the end. He's like, oh, okay. I'm gonna get my fucking baby, and I don't care who I have to yeah. murder to do it. You know what sure. I mean? Like. Sure. I think yeah. it's just Oh, I'm I'm all for Jim. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe he just missed his calling and he has a, he has a a real gift for covert ops. He does. <laughs> he does. Shirtless all those, with his all very those... white body in the night <laughs> running in the rain. It's <laughs> uh, pretty funny. That's a good one. All right. So, and I love the happy ending here. Yeah. Um, I will say I was, I was like, wait, is 28 weeks later, like a continuation of this story mm-hmm. with Jim and Selena? And I was like, oh, I hope it is. And then I was like, oh, no, it's really not. Um, which is fine. But I, I did, I did want more in Jim and Selena. I love Jim and Selena. Me too. I would have loved, I would have loved to, and Hannah, she's a little badass with her driving. Yeah the car at the end and maybe we could get a 21 uh 28 years later (laughs) we're almost there eight more years where are they now (laughs) still as handsome as ever yeah me great i miss we miss 28 months later i don't that's not gonna happen but no it, it doesn't that exist i don't think so i was looking up um this movie and i feel like 28 months later is a thing okay let's look oh it's in pre-production that's what i saw for how long i don't know it just says plot under wraps the third film in the 28 days later franchise i was reading um that they had an idea for 28 months later okay um and there was um plans to maybe do uh, 28 months later, but they couldn't get the original team to come together um, or want to work together again. I think gotcha. there was a falling out between the team that would need to agree to this. So, you know, I don't know if this is just something that a fan created based on that idea. Because mm-hmm. we, th- we do have France, you know, we have the the end of 28 the weeks Tower. is is in France. Yeah. 
And, and like, if you look, go ahead and look at this poster. Yeah, this no, looks, I, I'm on it right now. This looks fake. This looks fan created, especially because look at those zombies. Those are actual zombies, not infected. Infected yeah. do not slump over and look like that. <laughs> it. I just like just Googled it. And uh, yeah. there is an interview from it looks like May 26th of last year. Okay. Um, it says, like, will they ever make 28 months later? And it says, uh, the movie is not in development this time. About moving forward with a sequel, Murphy, Killian Murphy, remains optimistic um, that there is nothing currently on the on the horizon. He does say, I would never say never. Yeah. So I think I just think this is maybe just a, a wishful thinking and a fan made poster on IMDb. Interesting. That's basically what I read, too, is that there's no right now because of their relationship and how it's been, you know, apparently not great, that it's unlikely they're going to do it anytime soon. So that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Let's just let's just skip forward and do 28 years later and do it in like eight years. We'll get them to, to patch up their relationship in eight years. Wait, who, who doesn't like each other? I don't know. They're, they're kind of quiet about it in the uh, trivia. Um, they just said apparently there was a falling out. I'm definitely curious because there's also an article from 2020 that uh, quotes Danny Boyle as saying, Alex Garland and I have a wonderful idea for the third part. It's properly good. The original film led to a bit of a resurgence in the zombie drama and it doesn't reference any of that. It doesn't feel stale at all. So, I mean, I'd be really curious to know what their idea is. I'd, I'd be stoked. I'd be stoked if yeah. they did it. It's been enough time. I think we're ready. But okay, before we we're get ready. into that, let's <laughs> <laughs> We're ready, guys. Well, let's before we talk about that, let's get into uh, our next film of this episode which is 28 weeks later. Uh, this was released in 2007. It's written and directed by Juan Carlos Fres Fresnad Fresnadillo. Fresnadillo. That sounds right. Uh, who previously worked on Intruders and is also working on the upcoming live action Sword in the Stone mm. if that tickles your fancy. It's all written, also written by Rowan Jaffe and Enrique Lopez Levine. The IMDb summary is six months after the rage virus was inflicted on the population of Great Britain, the U.S. Army helps to secure a small area of London for the survivors to repopulate and start again, but not everything goes according to plan. So, As, sorry. No, it's okay. You don't have to be sorry. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I was just going to say, as mentioned last week, there are so many people in this movie mm -hmm. that I did not remember being in this. I remembered Robert Carlyle. I remembered Imogen Poots. I did not remember Jeremy Renner, Rose Byrne, Harold Perrineau, Idris Elba, like... I, they, people kept popping up, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I don't think these people were that well-known back then. I feel like, yeah. I'm 2007, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like I would have known who Harold's Perrineau is, because I was obsessed with his Mercutio. I still don't know who Harold Perrineau is. He's who are you talking about? Mercutio from Romeo and Juliet. Um, I who is he call... in this movie? <laughs> oh, he's the pi the helicopter pilot. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, he looked familiar. I didn't um, know his name. I love him because 
1996, I think, is when Romeo and Juliet came out. He was Mercutio, and I was obsessed with his Mercutio. So I just call him that now. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair, <laughs> um, but he fair. was also in Lost. So Oh, yeah. That's why he looks familiar Yeah. Got um, it. He was the, the dad. Um, But I just kept – it was so – it was so wild. I also, because I was looking up the um, the cast of this movie, and I'm obsessed. The little boy, the little brother, Andy, his real name is Macintosh Muggleton, and I think it's like the best name of all time. It's an awful name. <laughs> Why would you do that to a person? Mac Muggleton is no. amazing. No. I love it. I do not. Love it. I'm not on board. <laughs> Muggleton? Muggleton. I mean, he doesn't have a choice. That's his last name. <laughs> I know, but if that's your last name, then name them something normal because they already have it hard enough. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Sam Muggleton is fine. It's a great name. Macintosh Mac Muggleton. No, that's too much. Way too much. <laughs> so extra. I love it. Um. Okay. So the interesting thing about this movie is, okay, so in the first movie, we don't know if it's spread or not. Um, yeah. Mark and Selena tell Jim that, you know, there were reports that it had spread to Amer- to New York and Paris before the news stopped reporting. Um, but then we met that other soldier who said it didn't it didn't go anywhere else. We're on an island. Where would it go? But I mean, I mean, because it is evident so quickly, mm-hmm. I think it's probably right. Yes. I think it's I think it's probably right that it would be really hard to let an infected to- person on an airplane. It's not like COVID where you don't know or, you know, show symptoms. Right. There's no there's no incubation period. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's immediate. like it's immediate. So it does make sense that like if everyone got infected on an airplane, the airplane would not land in New York. No. It would crash mm-hmm. and and it would go down. Uh, there's no way it would land in New York or Paris even. And then same with a boat. It probably wouldn't end up in a major city. It probably just float around in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So like I would agree that it's probably pretty difficult that this left an island. Um but we do see that it somehow ended up in Paris um, at the end of this movie. Obviously, spoiler alert. So we'll get there. But I just think it's interesting that the, basically this movie proves that the soldier was right. It didn't leave England at that point in time. Yes. They basically um, quarantined the island and waited for everybody to die. Which is weird because why would they tell Jim that there were reports that it was in paris and new york if they're why would they be reporting that i think it's just rumors yeah um because there at that point there isn't really a news source and i feel like what else is you know frank and hannah are just kind of there grasping at anything you know they're just kind of assuming yeah Although what's interesting is that the trivia says that the writers changed their mind halfway through. <laughs> oh, okay. But I mean, it does make, I, I just think it's, that's kind of, um, that's why it's like that. Yeah. But I do think it's kind of interesting to say that like maybe the newscasters were just making shit up at the end because they were scared. Yeah. <laughs> or you so. hear reports, but then you're like, oh no, that was just like a crazy person on bath salts. Right. You know? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> 
They're obviously not getting outside information really at that point. Yeah. So maybe they're just going by rumors. Yeah. Um, but anyway, interesting. Oh, that's just Florida, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew we were talking about Florida because you said bath salts. <laughs> Sorry, Florida. Sorry, Floridians. Um, Okay, so so we have the beginning of this movie. I think is really good. Like I, I love really. I love so much about the beginning of this movie because you're almost like you're just dropped in the middle of this scenario. There's no title cards or anything or is there maybe there is no there aren't the um both of these movies don't have straight title cards they're all it's like all part of this initial story that's being spelled out yeah so it's like the first movie it says 28 days later after this thing and this is like this is 28 weeks later after all of these other things have started happening yeah so we're dropped in the middle of the scenario. We're in a farmhouse. There's a man and a woman, and they're in love, and they're obviously dealing with this scenario, talking about how their kids are on a trip, and their kids are okay, and it's wonderful that their kids are okay. Um, and, and then suddenly we realize there's other people in this house. There's an old couple, and then there's a younger um, man and a woman, and they're eating dinner together, whatever seem like they're getting along okay they're relatively safe and then we hear a little kid at the door and the mom is very sensitive about kids you can tell she's having a hard time not having her kids with her and worrying about her kids and she hears this little boy and just feels the need to let him in and I love this scene where they let him in because we think it's like dark. We think it's like the middle of the night. It is so dark in this house and they're all by candlelight. And then they open this door and this so bright outside yeah. and this little boy comes running in. It's such a like wonderful moment. I don't know why I like it so much. It's because they were like in their own little closed off world mm-hmm. and opening the door to the outside world is so like bright and scary. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, all hell breaks loose. We got we got infected coming in all over this house. Um, and dad ends up being a little bit of a dick. And by yeah. a little bit of a dick, I mean a huge asshole. He is the opposite of Jim. <laughs> he is the He's opposite like, of Jim. He's like, oh, I love you, but not when there are zombies here. Bye. He has a lot of Selena going on right now. He has the beginning of uh, 28 Days Later Selena happening. Yeah. Because he is just like, I'm only out for myself. Yeah. He does not. I mean, he obviously cares. about. I think he cares about her. Same. But he also knows she's not going to leave this little boy behind. And they have kids. Yeah. He tries because he definitely tries. I I don't necessarily. He says, let's not open the door for the little boy. And she insisted on opening the door for the little boy. And he said, come hide with me behind this door. And she's like, no, I got to go get the little boy. So he's like, if she's choosing him, I need to choose myself. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily. I mean, in this moment, watching these scenes with him running away and seeing his wife and and all of that, I, I hate him. You know, I hate it, but I don't necessarily feel like he made the wrong choice. No, because he didn't. They were he was going to die if he like she made the wrong choice to keep going back for this boy. Sorry. But I understand wanting to initially I understand wanting to open the door for the little boy because I can think as a mother, you would think I want I would want someone to do this for my child. Right. Um, And I don't. 
like, obviously the little boy was going to lead the infected there either way. So I do think that regardless of whether they opened the door, he was so loud that that's kind of what drew the infected in anyways. Right. But I think at the point, to your point, of, like, he is trying to be, like, come in here and hide with me. And she's like, no, I have to find this little boy. I think that that was her mistake. Yes, it was. But he he continuously leaves her yes. behind. Yes. He sees that she's still alive banging on the window. But yes. he's being chased by zombies. What could he do in that point really and to help her? He would have 100% died if he tr- stayed in, and tried to help her. And I think that also to your point, like they, she should have been like, I'm a mother. I have to stay alive for my kids. You know what I mean? Who are okay. Yeah. And prioritize that. And I, I think know. that's what he's doing. He's yeah. like, one of us has to stay alive for our kids. Yes. Absolutely. And so, like, I, you, everyone hates him in this moment. But once we see him with his kids, we're like, oh, well, I guess I get it. Yeah. You know, like, at least I had that moment where I was like, did he really do anything wrong? I think the the wrong thing was maybe lying about it. But you can definitely see that he is struggling. You mean lying to the kids about it? Yeah. What is that going to help, though? No, it's not. I think that he w- should have been – but I think that he should have been more general with, like, how he said what happened so he's not straight up lying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't see her get bit. Like, exactly. Like, he could have yeah. just said she went back for a, a little boy and we got separated. Like, that's yeah. more realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think he also didn't want to, like – he didn't want them to hope she was okay. Totally. Because he was fairly certain she was dead. Yeah. I mean, he did see her she get She should pulled. have been dead. <laughs> yeah. She was infected. Like, yeah. So um, I think it's hard because I think that, again, he just – he didn't do anything wrong. Like, what else is he supposed to do? Yeah. But I think ultimately in this movie, he's supposed to be the villain. I know. Which I don't think is fair. No, I don't either. <laughs> Obviously, he turns into the villain because he gets infected. Well, yeah. But, but I think that they're trying to make him seem like such a bad guy. When he's not. And I think probably when I originally watched this, I was like, what a dick. And I also had that inclination watching the beginning mm-hmm. until I remembered that they had kids that were alive. And yeah. then I was like, ah, I get it, though. Yeah. I do. She's making shitty decisions that would have ended up killing you both. At least this way, you're alive. No, 100%. I think you're right. I think when I first saw this movie, I thought he was a dick. But now I'm like, he did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I mean, I think she did the right thing for her. And I mm-hmm. think he did the right thing for for his fam- for the rest of his family. Agreed. It's sad, though. It is sad. It's super sad. So he gets away. He ends up getting to see his family. So we find out, you know, five weeks into quarantine, uh, the infected die of starvation. Eleven weeks in, the uh, Americans come. Thank, 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 thankfully. Uh, <laughs> Eighteen weeks later, there's no infection left. Uh, they cleared it for infection, rather. They cleared England of infection. Twenty-four weeks later. Uh, they start to reconstruct the country, mm-hmm. start allowing people to come in. Um, they have like a safe zone where people can live. I don't know why they need that, I guess, to help rebuild, although it doesn't look like they're rebuilding anything to me. I think the safe zone 
is what they have rebuilt and what they have cleaned up. Because right. it looked like when they were when the kids obviously like broke out of the the safe zone, there were still a lot of like bio bags and um But like it didn't look like they were going out into the other zones to start cleaning up though. Like you would think that's what they would be doing. Like yeah. the people that they brought in, okay, now help us rebuild. Yeah. Instead it was like everyone was just hanging out in the safe zone and not doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the uh, the ultimate plan was, but yeah, <laughs> they had a pub, you know. They, they did. They had a pub, so I was like, I think, like, I agree with Rose Byrne. Why are we bringing children into Same this situation? Z's. And why would you want to go back? Yeah, so soon. Yeah, I would not. I don't no. care if it's my homeland. <laughs> well, it did sound like the kids were in like. A refugee camp. So I think in that case, I would understand wanting to be reunited with your... With your dad. With your dad. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird that this is where they're being reunited. 100%. Be reunited in a different country. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Especially absolutely. if you can't go back to your home. Yeah. What's you know? the point? Yeah. I mean, I would, under- I would understand that the people maybe in this quote-unquote safe zone were helping to kind of expand the safe zone. Mm-hmm. Let's start cleaning up the rest of the city. But like I said, it doesn't seem like they're doing that. It seems like they're just kind of hanging out uh, in the safe zone, um, not really necessarily doing anything. Yeah, so. it, it looked like it was more the army that was going through and like clearing stuff out. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of weird. I don't know exactly what's happening. Yeah. They, they tell you one thing, but we're seeing a different thing. Yeah. Um, and then Jeremy Renner's here, and he's kind of I, I fucking Jeremy Renner. <laughs> he plays the same character in everything. I think. I, I don't know what it is about him. They're just like, let's make him the sharpshooter guy. It just makes me angry. <laughs> Jeremy Renner makes you angry. Yes, I actually liked him in this movie. Um, I think I, I don't understand the point of him. The point of him is literally to get the kids from point A to point B. No, 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 no. Not in this movie. Oh. In general. What? I don't. <laughs> um, you know, I will say the um the show Hawkeye on Disney Plus yeah. really I think softened me to Jeremy Renner. I f- I'm sure he is a wonderful human in in reality. Sure. I just whenever I see him in something, I get angry, and there's no <laughs> rationality of it. I um, I'm, I'm always like, why is this guy famous? That's what so is he funny. really contributing to any movie he's ever been in? Because every time I see him, I'm like, they could have picked someone better to play that role. Every single time. That's hilarious to me. He is like the most bland version of an actor. And I, I'm sorry, that sounds so harsh. And I know Jeremy Renner is never going to listen to this. But in case he does, Jeremy, I'm so sorry. I'm sure you're a lovely human being. But it's just like, I always feel like it's just like watching ice cream melt every time he's on screen. <laughs> to be fair, I've only seen a handful of his movies yeah, but I seriously feel like he's always this army guy, sharpshooter guy. Um, I he's melted ice cream 
every it, time he's well, on and the screen. Well, and it's so weird to be typecast as something so specific. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> it is. Isn't that isn't it weird? It's so weird. Um, I'm actually That's what I'm saying. He's it's such he's such a weird thing. Like I I don't it it, it angers me. For, yeah. It's irrational. Oh, I'm scrolling through his uh IMDb page and apparently yeah. he played Jeffrey Dahmer in a 2002 movie called Dahmer. I don't want to even go near that movie. <laughs> There's a reason we never heard of it, Carly. Oh my god, that's so funny. Jeffrey Dahmer, if oh, he, he was, was melted on the Angel ice cream. TV series. He was. He was also like melted ice cream on the Angel TV series. That you're so funny. I'm sorry, but it's true. Every time I'm like, we couldn't find someone better to play this role. Every single time. That's so funny. Like, what is the point? <laughs> what I don't understand how he's famous. I just don't get it. Because he's Hawkeye. But is he a good actor? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Usually I can tell there's something that this person has, the spark, some kind of talent. Whenever I see him, I'm like, why? Why are how are we, there are so many people that are talented that aren't famous? What did, who did you have sex with? Are you really good at sex? What is it about you? I'm dying right now. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. I'm sorry. I never knew you were so passionate about Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I feel like I've mentioned this before. You have, but like this is, I just am obsessed. It's another level. It's just because took- I had to watch so much of him today. <laughs> <laughs> it's fresh in my brain. Oh my God. But like, do you feel a little sad when he gets lit on fire? <laughs> I feel a little bit sad just saying these things because I'm sure he's a lovely human. Oh my god, I can't. But I can't help the way I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think the character is very interesting. I just don't think he's the right choice. I feel you. Sorry. (sighs) It's like how you feel about... Oh, what's his face? (laughs) Which guy? From from, uh, uh, Hereditary. Oh yeah, Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel Byrne. Look. He's my Gabriel Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> what are we getting out of this relationship? Nothing. Keep All right. <laughs> sorry. Okay, this is amazing. I'm sorry. Who I'm crying. I'm done. I'm crying. I'm done. I will not talk anymore about Jeremy Renner as an actor. <sighs> so anyway, Jeremy Renner is shooting people, is like, a dick at the beginning of this movie is like, I just want to shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. Um, that's not scary at all. Um, and then at the end, he gets the chance to shoot people and he's like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. <laughs> well, it's the kid. The kid gets him. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I love the beginning of this movie. It does not hold up for me. I, can agree i think the beginning is really strong and then i think i i don't know where we're going i hate the end of this movie i hate the end yeah um why does rose burn rose burns character should absolutely not die at the end who's gonna tell everybody about this kid well that's why paris gets infected (sighs) 
What does he do? Make out with a French girl? Like how? How? I don't, he shares a soda with someone. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to France and shares a Pepsi. Dunzo with someone at the uh, Eif- the, the the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, or someone's cleaning his <gasps> neck wound from being they bit by his dad. S- they just do such an intricate writing job at the beginning of this movie yeah. to set it up to be something that it completely does not end up being. 100%. And there's no reason it doesn't. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like, oh, we're going to do a left turn and, ooh, surprise twist in the movie. It's like, there's a twist, but there's no reason for the twist. Yeah. And it's not interesting. So I don't understand the point. <laughs> I also feel so bad for Catherine McCormick, who plays the mom. Yes. She really just gets the shit under the stick here. It's mostly just tragic. Yeah. It's not and it's not like tragic in a way that's like heartwarming yeah. or or makes you like And like for how did a the reason. dad survive that long? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Infected, I mean. I don't know. Why why is it him at the end? It doesn't make any sense that it's him at the end. No, because then we're getting weird flashbacks of like him just constantly. I think that's where I was saying that the rage kind of ties in is that like he is so angry at his hot wife, even though he (laughs) left her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then she poor thing gets her eyes gouged out. Yeah, um, lots of eye gouging in these movies. Yes, they are a fan, a fan favorite, a director favorite. I don't know. There's someone's favorite. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then it kind of circles back, which I don't think we need. I don't think we need that personal touch of it being the dad. You know what I mean? No, it just makes less sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with like the the Jeremy Renner getting getting lit on fire thing. Yeah, you know that part of the movie. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, he had an arc. He had a he went through a character arc, and his yeah. character arc makes sense. Yes, Rose Byrne does not go through a character arc. No, and her death does not make any sense whatsoever. And it's so quick. Like she should have been able to put up more of a fight because she was a badass. Yes. We it's very throwaway. And where where did that guy come from that attacked her? Was that the dad that attacked and, her? Oh, this was another thing that I literally watched this movie until like three in the morning and I was very passionate <laughs> about how angry I was that like they're walking down the stairs and then yes. they fall over bodies and then the boy just disappears. Yes. And like she's how? calling she's calling their names and miraculously they can't hear her. Like yes. They, they, where what? did they go? It, you couldn't have gone that far. No, they didn't get sucked into a tunnel. There was just no. bodies everywhere. <laughs> it was like a time warp. Yeah, I was like, they fell what? into a wormhole. <laughs> I was like, what happened that they can't hear her screaming? Well, Andy? he's suddenly super far away. Yeah, Wait, I how? I was very perturbed. And then also, like the way that they are maneuvering these bodies is not make sense. She's no. telling her where to go. How about you go first? Totally. Hold their hand and yes. then have them follow you. And that yes. way you're holding their hand to steady them over these bodies instead of you just telling them where to guess where to put their foot. Yes. Like, it doesn't make any sense the no. way she's maneuvering this. Not at all. She should absolutely be going first. Yes. And holding ha- someone's hand. Absolutely. She also should have driven the the car over the edge and shined Absolute. the light on the bottom. Yes. You know? Absolutely. 
This is yeah. Stupid. It doesn't make any the sense. The end was so lazy. But then she gets to the okay. They get to the bottom. This is when this is when I start to hate the movie. Yeah. Is when they're when this happens because once yeah. they get down the stairs, like you said, the kids fall through some kind of wormhole where they're in completely different parts. Magic <laughs> suddenly, um, and then Rose Byrne sees a guy walking. And she knows it's an infected, and she just lets them go, and she yeah. doesn't say anything. <laughs> like, what? Just shoot them. Yeah. They're right there. You yeah. know they're infected. And then it, he attacks her, and then it's it. It's like, wh- how? Why? I don't, I don't understand this sequence of events doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't understand him taking her gun and using it to bludgeon her to death when no other infected has done this. Usually no. they just bite and rip people apart. I was no, very like... What? And then he disappears. Like, yeah. Imog- Imogene Poots is right there. Yeah. He doesn't attack her? I don't get it. Literally makes no sense. The, none of that makes sense no. at all. No. It's like as soon as... As soon as they get down these stairs, like, just turn the movie off. Yeah. Like, or even when they hit the stairs, just turn, like, I don't understand. The end of this movie is stupid. Once Jeremy Renner gets lit on fire, you can just say, and they made it to the helicopter at the end. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. That's what it should have been. Yeah. That's what the ending should have been. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And so this guy in the helicopter... Is cool, suddenly cool with bringing these kids to safety, even though he was very much not cool about it before. No, he's very adamant. And all of a sudden he's like, well, well I guess Renner's so, gone, even so, though okay. this kid's obviously infected. Yeah. But he's not infected, infected. Yeah. So I guess it's fine. I just don't understand. And then, then suddenly we're in Paris and there's an issue. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't get it. Did, did he bring them directly to Paris? Nobody knows. Probably because I feel like that's the closest big city. That's me throwing my pen because I'm I'm mad at the end of this movie. I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah, I was upset that they did Catherine McCormick so dirty. <sighs> yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. Because it, it had a lot of promise. It did. It just got really lazy at the end. It got lost. Yeah. It like it's like they had this they they had this map of where the movie was going to go, mm-hmm. and then they just lost the map halfway through the movie and said, well, we'll just do this instead. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but it's fine. Because um, especially, like, even when they hit, like, the, not to go back to the stairs again, no, but she's looking that. through her scope and has, like, this night vision, right? And it looks, like, very, like, quarantine, uh, the movie yeah. quarantine, or wreck, rather. Yeah. Um. Um, and I, is that what they're going for? When did Wreck come out? I think or after. Quarant- oh, maybe not. Because I was just thinking of. Um, Let me look. 2007. Quarantine's the original, right? Or no, Wreck is the original. Wreck came out in 2007. Okay. It's so like same year. Yeah. Interesting. But Jurassic Park came out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you think they took it from? <laughs> I'm just saying night vision. He had night vision goggles so he could oh, see the freaking goat. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> you called it, Carly. Thanks. All right. Oh. I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, I guess it's a little frustrating because it started off really strong yeah. and then just did not deliver. Yeah. 
bummer. Yeah. A little bit of Qu- Cloverfield vibes, too. Yeah. In that tunnel. Like the cities and, yeah. Yeah. And escaping all these, the army blowing up the city. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Oh. Excuse my squeaky chair. It's driving me crazy. I cannot. <laughs> I didn't even notice it until you just said something. It's driving me nuts. Sorry. I'm sure everyone can hear it. And I'm like, it's it's bugging me. So maybe it's bugging someone. I don't know. We'll find out Not someday. I. Yeah, we will. Okay. So that's, the, I that's, mean, we've been talking for a while about we have, these movies. We have a lot to say. Apparently. <laughs> I have a lot to say. I feel like I spent half that time. Talking about Jeremy Renner. Ranting about Jeremy Renner. <laughs> the melted ice cream of all actors. Oh my god. That's so funny. <sighs> Fucking A. All right. You want to spin a wheel? I want you... to spin a freaking wheel. I want to fucking spin it. Okay, well, I'm you spin, spin it, it and I will you Google. Can... <laughs> <laughs> That's the way we do things around here. Yeah, it is. Okay, there's some crazy shit on here. I'm stoked. Let's see what I'm we got. I'm scared. Okay, I think we have maybe just one other double feature. Everything else is like a single a single one. Okay. Awesome. Are you are you ready? I'm so ready. John dies at the end. Oh. That's an interesting choice, Wheel. It is. It is all-knowing, though, so. It is. I feel like that movie has been streaming for, like, two decades. I agree with you. (laughs) It was, like, the first movie to ever stream. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And I've never wanted to watch it. I also haven't ever wanted to watch it. Yeah. But we're gonna watch it. Well, and we talk already know what it. happens at the end. So what's the point? It's true. Um, yeah. pa- and Paul Giamatti's in it, so that's a thing. Sure. Um, so Paul or Paul? <laughs> Paul dies at the end. Nope. John dies at the end from 2013 is streaming on HBO Max. All right. What are we watching with it? The Night House. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Oh. Can we spin again? These both sound awful. If you want to. <laughs> uh, if you want to, I'm down. The Night House is the movie from 2020, but it came out last year, right? Yeah. Um, yep. So that's also on. We got a lot of HBO movies. Oof. If you want to spin again and see if there's an if there's one you want to switch out, go for it. That's all right. We'll just, we'll just get them out of the way. That's true. Get them off that wheel. <laughs> get them off the wheel. I just want to watch a ghost movie. Is that too much to ask? I think The Night House is a ghost movie. Nah. <laughs> I heard it's boring as fuck. I haven't heard anything about it, to be honest. Oh. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll find out yeah. next week. Tune, tune in <laughs> to the possible snooze fest that is going to be next week. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're really doing a good job of... Uh, of sparking interest in our show. <laughs> <laughs> Super popular. Oh my god. Um so how are you doing, Carly? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Awesome. Do you have anything you want to discuss, report? Um I saw men. Yeah. I was underwhelmed. Yeah. Um interesting. I, I feel like it had similar Alex Garland vibes, even though Alex Garland didn't write 28 Weeks Later. <laughs> he produced okay. it, I think. Yeah. But where it, like, 
really has potential and then it just like gets thrown in the trash at the end you know oh unfortunate but apparently according to all of the ads that i've been seeing it's amazing so <laughs> let me know how you feel about well, the it ads are telling you it's amazing well the ads can't lie about how amazing a movie is the ads are like oh it's the scariest movie i don't even know or like mind-bending thriller i don't know they're they're using a lot of marketing bu- buzzwords is there scary are there scary moments um i didn't personally think so okay in like a straight horror kind of way you know but okay. in an alex garland kind of like trippy way I suppose. Because Alex Garland doesn't do straight horror usually. Yeah, except for Annihilation, we had some really good, like... Yeah, but Annihilation still feels more sci-fi yes. than than horror to sure. me. Sure, sure, sure. It um, has some frightening moments, but I would not really necessarily call it out as, like, straight horror. I would definite. There's, like, one thing that really bugged me about it, but I don't want to say it until you've seen it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's um, fair. Because I want to see if you have the same feeling as I do. Sure. I'll see it eventually. Yeah. I had plans to see it this weekend, but I don't know if that'll happen or not. We'll see. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's definitely, like, I don't think you need to see it in theaters, but at the same point, like, I think it's good to give movies like this money in theaters. You know what I mean? Sure. Um. So we get more of them. Right. But I don't know. I'm curious if anybody else wants to chat this movie, if they've seen it, hit me up. Um, Because everybody that I know that has seen this movie, it's very ambiguous. Like people are like, I want to talk to other people that have seen this movie because what the fuck? And I'm like, but is that a good what the fuck or is it like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. So I don't really know how anybody else (laughs) felt about it. My, uh, I had a couple friends that saw it last night, and they said um, that they liked it, but they don't want to say more than that because they don't want to give anything away. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, it was. It's, yeah, it's not my favorite. Okay. I will say I, I I've never been really excited about it in terms of just from watching the trailer. Yeah. No, from like day one, I was like, ah. no, I remember that. Even when we did a trailer trash talk on it, I was like, oh, I'm excited. And you were like, eh, I'll see it, but I'm not excited. Yeah. I still feel the same. Mm-hmm. And I watched the full trailer because when we did our trailer trash talk, we just did it on the teaser, which was way shorter. Um, and I was like, but nothing happens. So how yeah. am I supposed to be excited? And then in the actual tr- actual trailer, also nothing happens. Yeah. Um, so I'm also not sure. <laughs> so I, like. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I um. I, I I like Alex Garland a lot, which is the only reason I want to see it. Sure. Um, so we'll see. I really, like, I'm curious as to, I would love to talk to you about this movie. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can try and make that happen. Cool. I, it doesn't even have to be on uh, recording. I just, I have thoughts. Fair. Um, it's really funny because I was going to say, um, like, right after I saw this movie, I was like, I was going to say they can't all, like, knock the ball out of the park. <laughs> right. Instead, I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, they can't all be ball knockers. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Can we start saying that all the time? Yes. They can't all be ball knockers. <laughs> 
And it's probably my favorite thing I've ever said. (laughs) It's too bad that we didn't like enjoy these movie or dislike these movies more because then we could have had that be the title of this episode. It's true. (laughs) They can't all be ball knockers. (laughs) Maybe we can do that for next week. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) All right. So that's it for this week. Uh, thank you for joining us and, and join us next week when we talk about two movies we're really not excited to watch <laughs> for some reason, but we don't have actual reasons. No. Uh, John dies at the end and the night house. Until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Can't all be ball knockers. <laughs> <laughs>